Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Good morning. It's Sunday. Time for Spotlight on Maryland. We're especially excited to welcome a guest, Michelle Mueller, the director of special events for Kennedy Krieger. Ms. Mueller, how are you today? Oh, I'm wonderful. Thanks for having me. It is our absolute pleasure. There's so much to dive into. So I want to start big and then get little, but especially coming up, you have a series of fundraisers that I can't wait to hear more about. But let's start, Ms. Mueller. What is, what is Kennedy Krieger? Well, I always say to anyone who doesn't know what Kennedy Krieger is, we are an internationally recognized institution located right here in Baltimore. We serve primarily patients in the Baltimore, D.C. area, but we also see patients from nearly all 50 states and more than 20 countries. And there's nothing like Kennedy Krieger anywhere else in the world. It's not your typical children's hospital. Our experts provide a wide range of services for children, adolescents, and even some adults with diseases and disorders or injuries that impact the nervous system, and they range from mild to severe. We treat more than 25,000 patients a year, and we do that in a variety of ways. We do it through inpatient and outpatient programs. We have behavioral health and wellness therapies, home and community services, school-based programs, training and education for professionals, and advocacies. Um, we like to say we bring together a team of experts to address all of a child's needs, including mental and physical health care, education, and community support. You mentioned the volume of patients. Tell me, Michelle, a little bit more specifically, who comes to Kennedy Krieger? Who comes to Kennedy Krieger? We see children with developmental disabilities. We see children with the rarest of disorders. Um, you know, the, Kennedy Krieger treats disorders and illnesses, some that I'm still learning that we treat. But we treat some, we have doctors that treat disorders that are the only ones who do that across the world. It's pretty amazing. And we see patients oh, wow. that have um, or injuries of the brain and spinal cord. So a common misconception is that we treat children that are born with these disorders, but we also treat injuries. We are therapies and rehab. So there's a chance you could meet us any time in your life and not just when the child's first born or diagnosed. And I would imagine that a lot of these are lifelong endeavors. So what can a journey look like, I guess, is my question. 
Sure. Um, you start at Kennedy Krieger through an intake process, and then they actually will set you up with the various disciplines. Um, I can actually say I'm a parent of a Kennedy Krieger child, and it's wonderful oh, to know wow. that I have a team of professionals that watch my child and are there for my child. And when I have an appointment for him, we see two or three doctors and therapists at a time, so I don't have to make numerous appointments. They're able to talk and oh, wow. form a plan together. And that's actually why we now are seeing adults, because you're not going to stop treating someone because oh. they get older. We follow their care as oh. long as we can. Um, so Kennedy Creek is really special like that. We've been around for almost 100 years. So to think about that is incredible. But this is right here in Baltimore. We're so lucky. Yeah, and what, like, how heartwarming. I didn't know that was your connection to Kennedy Krieger. That's amazing. It's a, and so, it, it is recent. And, and I yes. love the point. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Oh, wow. No, no, no. I have a thousand questions now. <laughs> uh, are you interested in telling me more about your recent development? Or sure, we can move sure. on to, like, to um, a different my question child, if you'd yeah, no, my child, um, my child was a premature birth. He was born nine weeks early, um, but he was very healthy. We had no problems as a baby. But as he got older, he started walking more on his toes, and I actually got a referral to have a neurology appointment for him here at Kennedy. And this actually started last March, so the pandemic has been my story. And oh, through the course of the summer, oh, wow. he actually was diagnosed with a very mild form of CP or cerebral palsy. And so now we see a physical therapist, a neurologist, and an orthopedist right here at Kennedy. Oh, what a bunch of emotions, I imagine. This is so heartbreaking, but so heartwarming at the same time to have this treasure trove of resources available to you. And also, I saw in doing research, Michelle, that it was founded in that concentration. Kennedy Krieger was initially form just to look after cerebral palsy, right? It was. It was. So we have an amazing team of doctors for all disciplines, but especially for cerebral palsy. And it's fun, it's ironic because when I first started working at Kennedy, I've been here for 18 years, I had a cousin that was going through our autism program and our special education schools. So I always had that connection. So I could talk the talk, of course, because I saw firsthand as a family member. But now as a parent, I see just how lucky we really are. And then also through the pandemic with telehealth appointments and then once I was able to bring him in person, I was proud as an employee to see everything we did to switch over, but also as a parent to see how easy they made everything go. I was very proud. And you're living this on every level because the next series of questions I wanted to get into was about the pandemic. And so I want to hear more about what Kennedy Krieger did and what your life was like, Michelle. Sure. Um, like everyone, we had to change much of our day-to-day -to, -day to adjust to the pandemic and to keep our patients and students and staff safe. We were very lucky. We pivoted to providing much of our care through telehealth, and that includes physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy. And what I think is really amazing Thing is we opened a second location of our International Center for Spinal Cord Injury, and this one is in Maple Lawn, but we opened it last summer. So to be able to open a place like that during the pandemic oh, wow. was incredible. Now, a lot of the fundraising had happened beforehand, but we were still able to put it in motion. And what was nice by doing that with two centers, we're now able to see the same number of patients as we did pre-pandemic, but we're able to better social distance, 
and have the patients actually there for therapy in person. So that was pretty amazing. And our doctors did everything they could to engage in our therapists through telehealth. And that was pretty incredible to experience as a parent as well. And then our schools were also virtual, but they're transitioning back to in-person as we speak. And I, I want to talk more about the pandemic, but I have a quick aside. Tell me more about the schools. You have the younger school and the high school. What are we, those like? So we actually have four schools. We have okay. um, we have a lower school, lower middle school, which is our Fairmount location. And then we also have a high school, yes. which the high school is amazing because students will pick a trade or a program to work to work-based learning, whether it's horticulture, we have a construction trade, we have retail. So it really helps them prepare for future as an adult. But then we also have our LEAP program, which is for all ages up to 21 with, um, I guess you could say, more advanced um, autism and behavioral. But then we also have a school located in Montgomery County, and that also oh. serves children up to 21. Um, so we actually have four locations or four schools. And across those schools, we have 600 students, and they come from all counties in Maryland. So when you're outside of one of our schools in a typical situation, you would see school buses coming from D.C., Montgomery County, Harford County, Cecil County, all to bring children right to Kennedy Crater. And I imagine navigating what to do with the children while they were in school during the pandemic, that must have taken some heroic acts of creativity. It was pretty incredible what our what our teachers and assistants were doing with the students to keep them engaged. Um, but we were very lucky in general just to be able to support all of our patients and students. We were lucky we received generous grants to provide the families with the tools they needed to complete therapy at home because that's another concern, oh, wow. having the hotspots, having the technology. We also provided a lot of vaccine advocacy and education. We have a Maryland Center for Developmental Disabilities, which is housed right at Kennedy Krieger, which has been instrumental in helping people with disabilities learn about the vaccines and why it's so important to get one. We also have our physicians have worked to provide communities of color with information about the vaccines and the vaccine processes. And then finally, our behavioral health specialists have been busy with the children and families, helping them cope with the changes brought about by the pandemic. So they've also been out in the community through Zoom meetings or TV appearances to remind people why it's so important to take care of their health during this time. Does Kennedy Krieger treat COVID patients, Michelle? So we actually opened a post-COVID-19 clinic for pediatric patients. These are the children that are experiencing what doctors are calling long COVID. And this clinic is multidisciplinary. So patients see a physical rehabilitation specialist, a neurologist, a physical therapist, and others. And they work together to create a treatment plan that's unique to the patient. This is typical of a lot of the rehabilitative treatment we do. But this clinic, like I said, opened in late summer. But it really picked up over the recent months. And I want to switch gears to what about the mental health aspects? So you just touched upon it, like with the Zoom meetings and the behavioral uh, scientists. But, you know, with schools and with the patients you, you cater to, I would imagine, you know, tackling their mental health as well as everybody, you know, you work with and you know, who works for you and works 
at Kennedy Krieger. What yes. about the mental health side effects? Oh, mental health is so important. And Kennedy Krieger, I mean, not just for the patients and the families, but even the staff. Kennedy has been an extremely supportive place to work during this pandemic, especially being focused on families and making sure that their staff and us employees have what we need to get through. I have to say as an employee, as a parent, I've never felt more supported and happy that I'm at Kennedy Krieger because they really do look out for every aspect of your life. So we're very grateful. And I'm thinking about another aspect. I would imagine that with a lot of these conditions that the children are working their way through or with, or I'm not even sure of the best way to put that, um, that touch would be a really important function. So I guess I'm wondering how that changed and how you treat that during the pandemic. Because me, just as an adult, I feel isolated. But as a child with a disability, where you probably require a lot of physical interaction, physical therapy, what was that like? Um, I think it was. It could be difficult. I know as a parent, there were times when I wanted, I kept laughing, saying, I just want someone to touch my son and get their <laughs> hands on his legs and feel, you know, whether they're yeah. tight or they're loose. But... The therapists are amazing in how they talk to the parents and help them become a partner in the therapies and the programs. And so as a parent, I learned how to, you know, feel the tightness, measure the, you know, the stretches. Or, you know, some parents were saying that some of their children who were, you know, in the schools, some of them were thriving at home to be away from other um, distractions. You know, so it, it, you have to find the silver linings in what we were having happening. And I love hearing the stories that come out of it. And we are just, yeah. you know, we're very lucky that we are seeing coming out the other side of it, that we are increasing our inpatient or in-person in visits as opposed to telehealth. I mean, cause at okay. one point we were seeing, we were seeing as many as 5,000 telehealth appointments a week. Oh and my gosh. That's, we're reducing that, but I think telehealth appointments are hopefully a thing to stay because it, it makes care so it's so much easier to be on a computer and talk to your doctor than having to make the drive, you know, and it takes a lot yeah. longer. I think we're all seeing some of the benefits of these telehealth appointments. Yeah, and learning that a mix of treatments could perhaps, you know, work. Like some appointments, they're worthy of staying home, but right. some are worthy of, of making the trip. So, yeah, to evolve into post-pandemic life. That, that's really, I'm really curious about that. And I mean, in, in every regard, you know, so many things are going to look so much different. Oh, I working, so I work in events and I think any virtual aspect of an event, you know, as much as people are, you know, chomping at the bit to get out and, you know, be together, I think there is an accessibility that has come to these events or to these yeah. places that a lot of people never had before. And now it's going to be these virtual offerings. Now, I know everyone might be zoomed out at this point and wanting to get out, <laughs> but I do yeah. think this is, a, this is an aspect that's going to stay and it's going to change how we view events and just everything. Yeah, and different ways to participate in events. And I want to pivot to the fundraisers that you have coming up. Like, I think about, like, I'm a runner, Michelle. So I think about, like, a lot of my friends are running, like, virtual marathons. Oh and what God. a neat thing to be able to, right, right, what a neat thing to be able to do. Like, I wouldn't do it every year. Yeah. <laughs> but you have that convenient. You have that option. You have the flexibility. So speaking of running, you have a slew of events upcoming. And one of which I am most excited about, though, honestly, I'm excited about all of them, is the uh, the walk, run, 
the Jungle Fund. Can you tell me about that specific sure. event? And then we'll get into all the ROAR events. Well, sure. So they all sort of go together. And basically, okay. ROAR is typically a family fun run walk and a family festival that benefits all our programs and research programs here at Kennedy. Normally, and even now, it's typically a great day of games and fun for the whole family. And it started in 2005, and for many years, we held this event at Oregon Ridge Park in Hunt Valley. And many of our programs and teams would come together, fundraise, and then they would come on site for this amazing day where you have the 5K run where you have some serious runners, but then you have the fun runners, right? I consider myself a fun runner. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we also have our patients participating in this run and our students. And then after the run, we have this family fun festival of adaptive games and activities. And it's really a great day to see Kennedy Krieger families together in a non-judgment area and being able to interact with other members of the community and we have a we have a resource fair and we have a mascot challenge race and so that's what roar is typically so obviously we were tasked with how do we do it this year and what what happened was last year we had to pivot the famous word pivot to a yeah. virtual offering with only a month before the event so that was a very quick pivot. Luckily, every, <laughs> most people had already fundraised or had already registered. Um, but we still had some amazing support last year. And we still, normally we would see about 1,000 participants. And last year we had about 400. And despite everything, we raised close to $70,000. Um, but amazing. now we've had a whole year of virtual events that we could now research look at and try to figure out the best thing to bring to the community. And so we have a really exciting roar. It's not just a one-day race. We have a whole week-long celebration of events and activities for Kennedy Krieger. So, so if I wanted to get involved, where do I go to get more information? Okay. So roar, the website is the best place. It's roar, R-O-A-R, for F-O-R, kids. So roarforkids.org. And you can register online. And what this year's event's going to look like, you register online, it's $35 for adults, $20 for kids uh, 5 to 12, free for anyone younger than 5. You register for the event. We're kicking off, Roar, we're calling it a whole week of Roar activities. We're kicking it off on May, 20, or May 15th, Saturday, May 15th, at our Green Spring location, which is right on Television Hill between the zoo and, the, and um, Sinai Hospital. We're doing a drive-through carnival event. <laughs> so we know people are looking for something to do, somewhere to go. So we're going yeah. to do a kickoff event where families can come, you drive through, we're going to have music, we're going to have fun, um, we have some mascots, we have some of the Disney princesses, Spider-Man, um, where you can get your picture taken, you know, right from the car. We will have some fun surprises that the Ravens are helping us with. Um, but you drive to this event, you get your your event swag, which this year we're giving every registered runner or participant a neck gator, Kennedy Krieger race wrap. Um, but then you also get this really awesome bag of goodies. We have gone in so many cool donations from Chapstick to Chick-fil-A's giving everyone a card for a free Chick-fil-A sandwich. 
um, to all kinds of food samples and drink samples, like just, just tons of different samples in this goodie bag. Um, children can get a free craft to take home and do right at home. Um, kind of like a virtual or a trick-or-treating that everyone did this fall. It's kind of like that. You're going to sure. drive around and enjoy yeah. all those activities. Um, so that's what happens on Saturday. Then once you're okay. registered, you get access to a whole week-long offering of virtual activities. Each night. This is Sun- so cool. Sunday through Friday, we're going to have a different activity each night. The Balt- the Maryland Zoo is, is offering us a behind-the-scenes um, animal encounter exclusively for our Roar participants. The um, aquarium is also doing a virtual offering. We're going to have a hands-free or hands-only CPR class, courtesy of the American Heart Association. We're going to have a yoga class. And then Friday night, we're having a virtual pep rally where we're going to bring together all the teams, all the participants to celebrate the whole week-long fun. And then it caps off on Sunday or Saturday, the 22nd, where it's our virtual race day. Participants can go run, walk, jog, skate, you know, however you want to get moving, your one-mile walk or 5K. And we'll have a little program online that anyone can watch and celebrate everything we did that week. This is absolutely incredible. Tell me again uh, the website where people can register or just get more information. Sure, roar4kids.org. How in the world did you come up with this? This is incredible. <laughs> it's a week's worth of online events heading up to an online 5K, one-mile active time. How did you come up with this? Well, a lot of research, a lot of creativity, a lot of brainstorming. Um, I have to say one thing that's really exciting me is how we are partnering with so many other community nonprofits. Um, The fact that the Baltimore Zoo or the Maryland Zoo, the Aquarium, the American Heart Association are all willing to donate these activities and these programs is incredible. So we're excited that they are partnering with us and allowing us to utilize some of their offerings. Well, and I see a great suggestion about supporting local uh, restaurants with uh, Wednesday is the takeout for Roar. So that's when people will order takeout and then, you know, participate, I guess, in dinner online together. Yes. So we are actually we have we're still we're still um, scheduling or, you know, solidifying the restaurants that are participating. But we will have a takeout night for Roar. Um, We have various restaurants throughout Maryland that are participating and a portion of the proceeds or the sale from that night will come back to Kennedy. So families can go get takeout, you know, know they're supporting Roar with their dinner. And if they want to get online and talk to each other, they can do that. But just the idea of doing carryout for Roar is really exciting. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's such a good idea because it, it does both. You know, it gives you a sense of community by, you know, patronizing a local establishment and it puts you in front of other people. Like, when was the last time you had a meal with another person? <laughs> I know, right? I, it's just, it's been, it's been a crazy year. It's been a crazy year. And we know that, you know, just doing the virtual 5K wasn't, wasn't going to be fun enough. We wanted to have more activities. People are looking oh, for somewhere to yeah. go, something to do. And we are, we are, encouraging registration ahead of time up till May 15th. Okay. But you can show up on Saturday at the carnival um, and register there. We just can't guarantee that we'll have all the swag to give away, but we'll have at least some of it. Um, but we do, inc- but you'll still have can- access to all the virtual offerings. So that's 
Okay. And can, can anyone register? Like, do I have to be involved with Kennedy Krieger? Like, if I wanted to register. Oh, my gosh. Any, anyone can register. You also don't have to be local to register. That's the other thing I should have mentioned. You oh, register online. What a great the, point. The virtual <laughs> yeah. offerings. The, and then after Aurora, we will send you your swag bag. Some of the goodies, you know, we can't guarantee because of, you know, quality control. I don't think you're going to want me to ship you a bag of, you know, um, healthy potato chips in the mail. They'll probably break. <laughs> but you'll get all the really cool goodies. <laughs> And so we'll mail those to you right after the event. So, yeah, nobody has to be local, um, which is amazing. And we've actually, that's one thing, we've always encouraged that anyway in the past to try to do, you know, join us as a, we used to call it snore for war. Um, but now anyone can participate <laughs> anywhere. And do you have, like, I know I could, but do you have to run or can you just participate in all the events or just watch it? Oh, my gosh. No, you do not have to run. Um there are so and there's so many ways to participate. One, I mean, yes, you can you can register, and your fundraise or your registration fee goes to the cause, and it also helps support if you want to choose a program in particular to support. Otherwise, your money will go to the general fund for the patients and the families. But you can also you can do whatever you want. I, I mean, you could just register to get the neck gator, right? Nobody's going to know. That's the cool thing about the virtual 5K. Nobody knows if you actually do the run. Um, but you can also simply donate. You know, we take donations right online. But then also, if you do participate or you do register, we do encourage if people are willing to fundraise. We have, you know, fundraising, peer-to-peer fundraising oh. is a huge part of this event for those who are willing. And this year we're offering some really cool fundraising incentives. Um, we are trying to help you build your own roar picnic at home. So if participants decide to fundraise, first off, your $35 registration fee goes towards your fundraising goal. Second, if you, if you raise $100, that's the minimum for one of our incentives, you get a roar in a bag. It is really cool. It is a bag of fun games and activities for parents <laughs> and families to take at home. It's got, you know, a, a scoop ball game. It's got a Frisbee, a jump rope, sidewalk chalk, um, bubbles, everything you need to have roar at home, like the fun festival. And then as you go higher and raise more money, you can also win or earn a picnic basket, a picnic blanket, aluminum travel mugs. So if you fundraise, we're going to make it worth your, worth your effort. Talking to Kennedy Krieger Institute's Director of Special Events, Michelle Mueller. Uh, we're winding down minutes-wise. Only a couple more to go, Michelle. Sure. Uh, I have a question. Actually, I have a couple if I can uh, squeeze them in. Um, how much money has Roar raised total? So Roar, this will be our, ooh, I want to make sure I get it right. I believe this is our 17th Roar. <laughs> Sorry, I can't, I, I've worked on all of them. So it must be 17th or 18th Roar. And it started in 2005. <laughs> and since then, we've raised over $3 million for Kennedy Krieger. That is insane. I'm so happy to hear that for you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an incredible event and it's gone through a lot of changes over the years, but the one that I love the most is that it allows specific programs and schools to fundraise for their specific program. Um, so, you know, we have a lot of different programs here at Kennedy. They all need funding, and this gives them the opportunity to come together, staff, patients, students, and feel as though they're coming together for a common goal to raise money for a common project. Um, so it doesn't just benefit Kennedy Krieger in general. You can support a specific program that is fundraising, which is amazing. And that was 
that was the other thing I was curious about quickly with about a minute to go. Sure. Uh, where does some of the, uh, the money from ROAR go? So um, specific programs such as our Center for Autism and Related Disorders, um, we have all four schools, we have different therapy programs. They are all fundraising um, on, on their own for particular projects, but then it can also go to our general fund, which is helping to support research programs at Kennedy Creeker. That is tremendous. I cannot thank you enough. I wish we had uh, like a billion more minutes. <laughs> Michelle, oh, Liz, thank you so much so for your time. It's so great talking with you today. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> it is my absolute pleasure, uh, pleasure. And the website, one more time, Michelle, where people can go to get more information about the event, but about Kennedy Krieger, too. Sure. Roar4kids.org. Nice and easy. Spelled out, Roar4kids.org. That's perfect. We've been talking to Kennedy Krieger, Director of Special Events, Michelle Mueller. I'm Liz Drabeck, and this has been a production of Odyssey.